Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, folks. It's V, the Grill Economist, with my main man, CJ. We are back in the morning. Uh, we actually found out that we got our YouTube channel back. Isn't that friggin' amazing? About damn time. About damn time. Now, you're probably wondering why are we not broadcasting there from this morning. Well, I'll tell you why. YouTube, believe it or not, was in the process of completely deleting us whole and wholly and entirely, just completely having us erased. Somehow, their system screwed up. So what wound up happening by an act of God himself is that our channel was reinstated and all of our strikes have been removed. But what has also occurred in the process of them trying to delete our channel, every single one of our streaming links have been broken. So I have no, ex- I have no access to the account. Nobody has any access to activate YouTube and get back on their stream. So we're in the process today of getting that reattached. And hopefully either by Tuesday or Wednesday, we will be live on YouTube with no strikes, Siege. Can you believe it? Yeah. I mean, 
about darn time, man. I tell you. Dude, it was, it was looking bleak for a second, you know, because I, I heard that we might be deleted. Then I heard that we're, we're banned until July. <laughs> We've been banned since January, man. <laughs> so, so going back to YouTube, it would mean that if you want to enjoy Gus Demas in his full, uncensored, unbridled reality, then you, you know, we have to post that on Twitch, on DLive, and all the other platforms that we have. And we're going to be utilizing Rumble more and, and all this other stuff. Uh, can Elon buy YouTube? Yes, Elon should buy YouTube next. I'm serious. Uh, we're going to get into that later. Uh, lots of things going on, Siege. I don't know where you want to begin, bro. I mean, it, it's looking pretty crazy out there, to say the least, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's all over the place right now, whether you talk about domestic or international politics, um, the economy, um, even the, the censorship, you know, even as there's efforts to put forth to counter that, uh, there's new efforts to shut down, you know, any and every attempt to counter the narrative that they want to to, to build out be, and probably, probably the most recent, and it, it stems back from, you know, several years ago in regards to commentary that was made. Uh, but it, it appears that uh, Alex Jones and InfoWars have filed for Chapter 11 uh, protection yeah. yep. um, to start going through that process. Uh, is In large part, it's due to litigation with the Sandy Hook lawsuits in regards to, I believe, liable. I'm not sure if it was defamation or what exactly they nailed uh, him for, but uh, apparently the company oh, is on, on the hook for it. So, yeah. yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they evolve out of bankruptcy, how they navigate through that, uh, which is going to be very, very careful. Um, you know, they scaled pretty quickly from, you know, where they were several, several years ago. Um, everything ranging from from their studio to their to their app to their uh, their support system that are there. I mean, it had to be very expensive uh, to continue to do that. They did try to put out lots of products to try to help them, you know, along the way. Uh, but I imagine that the the overhead was very, very expensive to manage that on a day-to-day -day basis fee. Yeah, the overhead is tremendous. Uh, they have the cash flow. And, I, you know, I think this move, I mean, InfoWars files for bankruptcy over Sandy Hook defamation lawsuit, it has a lot to do with um, keeping the assets of InfoWars and, uh, and, and, and the other media companies that he has out of the reach of these of these people that will try to grab it uh, from him, you know it 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 begs me to question how people have their corporate uh, uh, structure set up, and this is why I always tell people: listen, if you have an opportunity, sit down with John Singleton, go over your business strategies because you want to be in a position where somebody tries to sue you, you can laugh at them, okay? You can laugh at them. And, 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 and take that, that, uh, that paper that they served you with and wipe your butt on it and hand it back to them. That's what you want. So it's remarkable to me, and it happens all the time. Time and time again, I see some very well-known individuals that are in the public space, that are in the patriot movement, that are in the old media movements and whatnot, and you would think that they'd be better protected from a legal point of view, and, and they're not. You know, it's it, it's unbelievable. I mean, the, the, for for the love of God, for them going after Jones on what his opinions are on Sandy Hook, it doesn't freaking matter. I could tell you that if I came out there and say Sandy Hook was fake and it was perpetrated by space aliens, 
It's my right to do so. Right? Who's it hurting? Right? Who's this is insanity, Siege. Right? This is like this is like somebody saying, well, uh, JFK got his head blown off and it was done by the CIA and they contracted Martians to do the hit with with ray guns. Or they've had shape-shifting reptilians who are in Dealey Plaza pulling the trigger from the from the tree that's next to the Texas Book Depository, right? Right. I could right. Say, like, what is this whole shit about? This shows you, like, what's happening, you folks. You gotta understand what is happening in the Alex Jones lawsuit, and what is happening with the board of Twitter and the companies and shareholders of Twitter who are talking about this whole poison pill thing, that they're willing to nuke themselves, right? In order to what? To protect the narrative. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. These people are going after Jones because they want to silence him. His numbers have grown exponentially exponentially since he has left YouTube and was deplatformed or from many or from a myriad of, of, of different platforms and whatnot. He's grown. He's still what like him or not, hate him or love him. If he is he correct or not, the point of the matter is. He is an alternative source of information. He is a thorn on their backside. For them to react so outrageously, okay, with this whole Sandy Hook thing, and we know for a fact that these parents are being coached by outside sources, right, by legal like legal eagles who have been put on them, okay, for for the very express purpose of 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 of, of coaxing these parents. To go out and have a civil suit against him. This is the most preposterous thing. Any judge would have thrown this out. Oh, he said something on the thing. It hurts my feelings, my kid. Who the hell cares, man? You might not like it yet. Your feelings are hurt. But it's free speech. It's free speech. See, I don't get it, Siege. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a... In, in terms of the reporting, again, I can't remember exactly you know, where it goes to, but I, I think there is a... Uh, a point in terms of reporting and to be clear about whenever we're speculating. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that these lawsuits have merit to them in regards to Jones, uh, but, you know, everything was presented. You know, I shouldn't say everything, but I, I think at that point you reg- regarding reporting things as, as factual versus, you know, when we're on air and we're saying, hey, I'm speculating at this point. I have no idea if this is accurate or not. It, it potentially could be. Uh, but I think that there is reason regarding, you know, free speech and, and the platforms that we're in to present information uh, carefully and, and how that 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 it's garnered. And and we're seeing reverse kind of the same situation in regards to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and his uh, lot massive lawsuits that he's waging against numerous different agencies. And I hope he wins every one of them. Uh, but that's what happens when you when you buy into hoax, you buy into conspiracies and you don't. You know, you don't present it as I'm. I'm speculating, and I'm and I'm pretty clear when I do that. Whenever I'm speculating, I'll say it. Hey, look, I'm speculating here. I, I have no evidence, no information to to validate, uh, but I think it's just more of a responsible thing to do, based upon people that are listening and people may you know make decisions based upon certain things. Uh, but by all means, I mean there's two different courts apparently that that uh, sought out. Like apparently there was a, a Texas court as well as uh, the court I believe there in then Connecticut. Uh, that that you know went after these 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 lawsuits in regards to Infowar, but he was definitely above the radar. Like what he always said, he was the tip of the spear. Hopefully, he can come through this and reorganize 
you know, come through this and, and spin off either InfoWars or however he navigates through it, V? That was after the initial reports of on possibility of InfoWars filing bankruptcy. Uh, Alex Jones, InfoWars on Sunday, filed for voluntary Chapter 11 protection in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District of Texas as a result of the defamation lawsuits filed against Jones and his company by the parents of victims killed in the shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in New- Newtown, Connecticut. Look, this guy, at the end of the day, this guy's not a journalist. He doesn't hold any journalist credentials. He's a talking head. He's a radio show host, right? So it, 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 it doesn't fall under the same auspices of journalistic integrity here. It really doesn't, right? So, and, and everybody knows Alex Jones is a conspiracy guy, right? It's it's remarkable, and just as we know, attorneys for Jones have claimed that the defamation lawsuit was filed as part of a strategy to silence Jones's free speech on matters of public interest. This suit only is only the latest in plaintiffs' efforts to silence those who openly oppose their very public Herculean efforts to ban the sale of certain weapons, ammunition, and accessories, to pass new laws relating to gun registration to limit free speech. Chapter 11 bankruptcy procedures are often used by companies. Uh, to pause civil um, uh, civil litigation matters and allow companies to prepare turnaround plans while continuing to operate. Jones has already offered to personally pay 120k each to each of the families involved in lawsuits to settle it, but his offer has been rejected. It appears Infowars is already in a per- precarious financial state, as filing submitted Sunday listed its estimates assets at the range between zero to fifty thousand. And um, estimated liabilities in the range of one to ten million. It's incredible to see this dude. This is again insanity. Insanity. Well, and and let's keep in mind, and this is something that I said the other day in the form of a tweet that let's think in uh, that in the past, you know, three to four weeks that that literally Elon Musk has put more forth of an effort to to reinstate oh, yeah. free speech to counter. The, the radical left and the censorship he's done more in three weeks than Trump did in five years. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like more, and, and even advocates of Trump. I mean, it truly upsets me that when we look at organize, organizations like Infowars that help propel the Trump administration, we look at, you know, SGT X 22, all of our friends in the media who supported uh, Trump in the early years and no one came to their defense. No, no, no one was there. Like literally, they had a supermajority the first two years when Trump was elected, and they fucking did absolutely nothing. And and I think that's what irks me the most that there's a significant amount of the crowd of people who are, are so stupid that they think that giving a Trump another chance in the office is the is the correct resolution. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, get get real. What what's the point here? Is this, is this the end result? Is this the end game that's going to happen? No, it, it's not because Trump is a, a profiteer, no different than a lot of other people. He looks for ways to make money by running, raising all kinds of money for the for the RNC. I'm sure they structured it properly that there's there's money allocated going to different parts. He re, he he launched a, a a countering Twitter platform as well. So again, he's out out for the profit, and I'll be happy to debate anyone about that. V, um, it's just. It, it, it's such a shame to watch organizations like this. And I, cause I listened to Infowars for years, for years and years mm-hmm. and, and the reporting and most things that, that, uh, that Jones reported on actually came accurate at some point. A lot of the things that he, you know, he stated back then regarding the, the false flag events and, 
and all those things that have shaped the course of where we were then be waking up enough people, you know, the, the tinfoil hat people had, had, to, had to remove that because nearly everything that he said uh, came to reality. And then we've arrived at that at that moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right, man. You know, the uh, the hot news being Elon buying um, or in the process of trying to, you know, have a hostile takeover of Twitter is, is incredible. And now there's also rumors swelling. Can he possibly buy CNN? <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Dude, the, the, the merger between, um, uh, what is it, Warner and AT&T has just been completed. They just wrapped it up, and now there's several layoffs that are coming. The chopping block. I mean, the you know DC Comics, right? You know they've they've been putting out some woke shit along with Marvel, uh, Marvel, Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, there are many people that um, that are right now are afraid for their jobs at DC Comics, right? I mean, they try to you know rebrand uh, a Superman as and from Clark Kent to John Kent, and he's got a. Uh, a, a, a gay uh, K-pop boy lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so sick. So, you know, so that's one aspect of it. CNN, you know, their whole thing when they launched CNN Plus was like <laughs> they're shot across the bow saying, hey, you know what? We're still relevant. Look at us. We could... And now it's like it, it, they have like 10 people on CNN Plus that have signed up for subscription membership. I think they were paying people to have a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were. They absolutely were. It's to the point that the that the new CEO of this new AT and T uh, Time Warner, AT and T uh, Warner, right? What they are are saying is, look, I'm. I, he he was caught talking to some uh, uh, investor saying, I want CNN to go back to being a news channel that we remember from the eighties. Okay, if that happens, that's a good thing. Where they just report the news and that's it. You know, instead of all these idiot talking heads, I don't know what Brian Stelter is going to do, Siege. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to watch them literally in self-destruct mode. You know, in, in between the the admissions of of um, of adultery to all the litigation that's taking place, uh, the the firing of Cuomo, who's now like literally trying to, to basically create this inner war at CNN. I I say let them go to self-destruct mode, and, and and I think that's what yeah. we're witnessing. So they're in self-destruct mode, no different than kind of like what DeSantis did to Disney, right? Where DeSantis exposed Disney, uh, who for oh, yeah. who, who for who they are in terms of this corporate wokeism that they're promoting, and Correct. their attempts to serve. so so these corporations are are in self-destruct mode, and I believe that there's enough people, whether they're the the silent majority or the the the, the loud majority, enough people are waking up to this and saying, you know what. I agree. Why am I continuing to fund these companies? Why am I literally giving them money, patronizing just for the fact that they're like countering to all the beliefs that I have as, as an individual. And, and I believe that it's, it's, I believe it's there. And I think that CNN launching their CNN plus, whatever it was, was a, a it should have been a clear signal to them that they've lost the narrative, uh, that they've lost that ability to basically control what people think. And, and people are pushing back against that V. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <clears throat> Shifting gears a little bit. We know a lot of news is uh, coming out of Shanghai with the uh, lockdown over there. See, what's your what's your take on that, man? On what's well, happening in Shanghai? I don't I, have a chance to look. I, I, I don't. I if if it's truly taking place, I 
I don't agree with the the efforts to yeah. control society like that. That's that's Correct. that's number one. I, I I think that you know I'm a very individual, freedom loving type person. The ability for government to 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 mandate that is is is, is, is to me it's not it's not responsible. So I'm not what my commentary is. I'm not trying to justify it one bit, but what I'm saying is is that we continue to hear through the news cycle of information about that 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 COVID is evolving, that COVID is 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 changing, that perhaps that that the next round, you know, isn't going to be uh, is going to be a lot more severe than what we witnessed with COVID nineteen, and uh, completely speculation on my part, but I. I I think, and I'm not the only one who's, who, who stated this, that I think that there's a legitimate fear that the next round of, of bioweapon that, that potentially is developed and in, in released could be a lot more dangerous to a society, to a country as a whole that would devastate the population. And I believe that that's why China puts in their extreme measures is yep. that they want to prevent if there is uh, a, a, a true uh, launch of a of a of a of this type of a weapon that we know exists that they can they can curtail it and it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily lead to the collapse of of the of their of China be right. I mean, the, the, here, here's my I agree with you, dude. Here, here, here's a just a just to add a few tidbits to this, right? My question is: all these videos that are coming out of people like screaming in their apartment buildings and all this other stuff. How is this content leaking out past the firewall, right? I, I don't know how they're getting that information out, number one. Number two, a lot of the sources that are exposing this and putting this out there, when you trace them back, they're either connected to the Falun Gong, right? They're connected to uh, other, you know, alphabet agency groups that are, for, that are Western connected. And most importantly is this. Because of this whole COVID policy, how they have it set up with the zero COVID policy, whatnot, and their heavy-handed response. I'm not a fan. Like, I wouldn't, you know, China, I respect what they do, whatnot, but would I personally live there? No. It's, I would not personally live there. It's uh, culturally not in line with, 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 you know, with my beliefs, right? But for what they're doing, their response, see, they're responding to a bioweapon. And so when they see COVID, there, because COVID is used as a cover for any sort of bioweapon these days, right? When they're seeing COVID, they respond to it as if it's a bioweapon, you know. Well, it's and 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 it's and it's their country, right? I mean, if yeah, if it's their country, I know it's probably difficult for people to leave. We know that it that, that it does happen. So similar to what we witness here in the United States in regards to people fleeing some of these states, California, New York, et cetera, et cetera. That's your right to do so as, a, as an individual. And, and if you witness, the, witness those things taking place. So, yeah. So for those people, yeah, maybe a challenge to get out. And and I think it was Whitney Webb over at the Unlimited Hangout did a very extensive video analyzing the, the bioweapons and the thoughts that go into it is everything ranging from the financial aspect to the impact potential of, of bioweapons. And it was very interesting to hear some of the interviews that she had where these people were saying that, that the reason why they developed the, the bioweapons is, is it's such more, it's, it's much more, I'm not saying this and I'm, I'm probably taking it out of context a little bit. I'm not agreeing with the use of bioweapons, but one, it's much more cost effective. 
right? Yeah. It, 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 it's much more cost effective to create a bioweapon versus using weapons of, of mass destruction. It's, it's, it's cleaner. It's cleaner. It's not as dirty as, as a full out uh, assault using bombs and, and everything else like that, where you don't know the end result of what's going to happen versus launching a, a, a bioweapon. So it's very interesting to hear these things that may, that I personally, I don't think about those things when I hear, when I hear bioweapons, but these people do, that's how they analyze. And they look at these things that, Hey, we could, we could launch this a lot more covertly. Uh, we could do this and infiltrate either a water system, a food system, introduce it to via, uh, you know, uh, mosquitoes, however they do it. And and they've thought through this. I mean, these people are, are evil, V. They're evil in the way that they've thought about these things. And, and you know, especially like where we are in terms of the United States, where we're, we're you know, we're financially insolvent right now. We, we want to take the most cost effective way for the most bang for our buck, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Probably the wrong way of looking exactly. at it, but if you're going to kill off a mass people and wage war. It would be quicker to do like a, a dirty all-out assault where you're you're blamed for it, and and you and then you can't do it on an international scale versus a a bioweapon. And you and you say that this is Mother's Nature evolving, you know, some type of of a, of a bacteria and and infecting people, and <laughs> and you know, it you you can control the narrative a lot easier than bombs going off everywhere. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Man. Unbelievable! A lot of crazy stuff happening. Uh, we have the, the 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 Russian ship Moskova that got hit. Uh, we don't know if it's sabotage or if it was a Neptune or a Penguin anti-ship missile. We don't know. We need to get smoothie uh, back on. It was we need song. to get smoothie back on. Yeah, I've reached out to Andre, and uh, I got to get him back on like this week, man. I got to get him on. This I'm week. glad you when, when you interviewed him, you asked him about his channel name and everything. Because remember, you were going to interview him because like I know it's Andre, but you know. Why? Why is he named Smoothie? So it was fun to hear him explain that that he, could, he kept searching for different usernames and they were all taken. So finally, he just went with Smoothie. Uh, smoothie. That's it. I like it. Smoothie X twelve. Smoothie. smoothie. Oh, it's hilarious. But yeah, we got to get Andre back on. Uh, what happened to the Moscova? We don't know exactly what happened to the Moscova. Uh, I talked to a few of my guys. Uh, there's a couple of explanations out there. Nobody's coming forward. Um, Gee whiz, man. Let me let me let me see here. Uh, I mean, everything from there is a possibility. Let me see here. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I could. I'll just bring this down. Hold on one second, guys. I have it here in terms of what they think is with the Moscova. All right. Um, okay. Uh, starting and, and this is a communication from one of my dudes starting to lean. He's saying, quote, we're starting to lean more towards the onboard pro-Kiev saboteur with C4 in the forward shell magazine explanation for what happened to the Moskava. Still zero real evidence of Neptune launch anywhere. So the Neptune's a anti-ship missile that uh, NATO has and that the Ukrainians have um, that was brought to Ukraine. So basically, you know, it looks like it could possibly be uh, an inside job. Uh, they're still looking at evidence from it, but whatever evidence that, um, um, is needed. Okay. Whatever uh, evidence is out there. Um, you know, we don't have that as of yet. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. don't have that as of yet. No, no. And it's, um, and we may never know, right. We may never know, but, uh, we may never but know. I think it, one thing in, in part, whether it was, whether whether it's human nature or someone infiltrated the various 
perspectives that have been have been uh, put out is that I I think it does expose a, a little bit like you know because at this point Russia's been on point that you know they've executed their their plans very well I'm sure there's audibles they've had to call that that you know not privileged to it to public there's some great Telegram channels out there. I recommend everyone to jump on those Telegram uh, channels to, you know, I it, it's too much to like try to do a video over because the information is just a constant cycle. In fact, I silent uh, like a lot of the the channels because my, my literally my phone, the battery like go dead by like 11 a.m. because there's just a lot of information that comes out. Uh, but I think it does expose a little bit of weakness, it, 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 yeah. it you know, in, in, in terms of their ability to control it. But you know what? That's that's with every, you know, every military. Think of how many like, you know. Think of like the United States military and their some of their weaponry and the the, the, the problems that they've had, the problematic, what is it, the F-16 or the F-18 that, that has, has you know, pilot, the pilots that literally are like losing oxygen, have to eject and crash. And then, you know, let's not forget, you know, like some of the, the new uh, the warships that they put out literally end up, you know, getting to, to, uh, towed back to uh, the naval vessels to go for, under repairs literally after like a month of deployment. So. So it happens. Um, so, you know, no, no, it's it, it's it's not perfect, but it was I believe it was was it one of Russia's oldest carriers that they, they had in there? I know it was, it was like their flagship, but it was an older one. as well. Yeah, it was a Kunitskov, the Admiral Kunitskov. And was it retrofitted? They said that it was retrofitted yeah. for certain things and everything. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they retrofitted it. And, and, and it's like the, you know, the only uh, carry operational carrier they have. Uh, Russians are. Kind of, you know, futzing around with the uh, the concept of having an aircraft carrier. They are, uh, there are, you know, rumors that they are working on a super carrier, which is going to be bigger than the Gerald R. Ford uh, carrier uh, that we're uh, currently floating. The Ford class carrier is the um, is a successor to the Nimitz super carriers that the United States has, and I think the uh, the the new Russian carriers are known as the Stormbreakers. Which is a uh, you know the Russian carriers are, are pretty interesting. They not only have the ability to carry planes, but they have an offensive strike capability as well. So it's like taking a battle like a cruiser and then an aircraft carrier and slamming it together. So it's like dual use. Every pretty much every Russian weapon system has a dual use, which is pretty incredible, you know. But um, yeah, man, it's 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 interesting what is happening there. A uh, journal, uh, uh, Colonel Douglas, uh, what's his name? Oh, see, what was his name? Uh, which, Douglas, which? Douglas, 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 Douglas McGregor, the only only American uh, uh, military guy that is on mainstream media speaking the truth. Uh, he was on uh, uh, Tucker Carlson. You know, uh, uh, Colonel McGregor has come out and says that uh, uh, we're in the final phase of this war in Ukraine, and it's it's almost over. I mean, for the love of God, when you see the Ukrainians enlisting children to go fight. No successful army calls on 12-year-olds to go to the front. No. None. None. That's what that's, uh, that's what the Germans did when when Berlin was falling. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't you can't win a real war with with propaganda and 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 fake news like the United States is attempting to do. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is a real war. This isn't this isn't a make-believe type of thing happening where they feel that they can they can necessarily control the the, the outcome of it, but um, the 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 economic uh, impact uh, for sure is just is uh is it it's amazing to watch and it's really speeding things up 
you know, you know, quite a bit. Uh, and I was, I listened to uh, you and Velas on Thursday, Friday, and it was interesting the the timing and talking about some of the the things that he witnessed uh, in in his travels. And and then literally yeah. like this weekend, some articles dropped spe- specifically stating out that that one of the largest uh, shipping uh, businesses in regards to some of those shipping containers on rail had literally cut back and said, listen, like in terms of fertilizer and what we're doing, we're, we're, we're having to scale back and which is going to create havoc in the Midwest. And I see some people posting about it uh, in the chat room in, in regards to, to, to fertilizer and the difficulty. Um, I have a few friends here in the Midwest that are huge farmers. And when, and when I mean huge, I'm talking about like mass amount of acreage that they have in, in, in the heartland of Indiana, Illinois. So I, I reached out to them and I'm waiting for them to respond back and see if they've had difficulty uh, planning or how early they purchase their their fertilizer needs um, in, in in advance. But you know whether whether by design, you know however they're stating it, whether it's inventory shortages that they know about, so they're they're purposely scaling back or or they're looking for something to to, to blame uh, on on Putin, something else to say. You know not only this Putin's inflation, but it's also the the food cycle now is 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 leading to to impact here in the United States. It feels to me, in my my opinion, is what they're trying to do is to try to find something on the emotional side of Americans, like build into the emotions, kind of similar to the emotions that were built with 9-11, that we all join together to sign up for a, a war for for surveillance state. And I think they're looking for that same in that same thing, because right now, most Americans, I, I shouldn't say I, I, shall, I don't speak for most Americans. But I don't think most Americans feel that emotional connection to Ukraine other than other than there's white people there. Um, I don't think that they, they they feel that. Right. Because, you know, Yemen's a completely different game. But I think they're looking yeah. for that buy in to capture the heart and the soul of Americans to say, now's the time. Let's 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 do this. Let's do a no fly zone. Let's dedicate troops. Uh, because look, our, our food supply has been ravished because of, of Putin. There's no fertilizer coming out of, of Ukraine and there's no wheat coming out of Ukraine. And now there's there's world hunger taking place. Look at this. Look at these images of these kids starving and everything. And and let's face it, most <clears throat> Americans are dumb enough to buy into it. Right. They're they're like, like, yeah, you know, damn it. Let's go. You know, so. So. So, again, I, you know, no facts, but it, it feels that they're building that narrative and and then hyping up uh, Zelensky V to this this godlike figure that they're being like you know uh you know they're wanting to build him up like some great person this this alexander the great and he's so brave and so bold and my my fear is they're doing this to set him up for for some type of a false flag event where they fake an assassination or fake his death and then he go he goes to live in one of his three or four homes wherever it be florida or wherever he goes and goes off the radar completely and I shared with you V a little bit when we had lunch the other day that I think that's why the imaging coming of Zelensky is always the same. He's always wearing the the green outfit. The the same the same is because they're building that that type of persona, that image to us, so that if he if that does happen again, this is this is completely opinionated. This no nothing factual. I'm stating, but but I, I fear that if they do decide uh, to make a move against him, and they've spent this time making him this great warrior, this great hero that then Americans would be signing up because, because Republicans and Democrats are already, are already singing the same song. Like they're already willing to go full, you know, full nuclear. I mean, you hear that time and time again, it's more 
just the public opinion of, of people. I mean, you, you know something's wrong when when Sean Penn shows up on Hannity's Sean Hannity's <laughs> show and is working for nuking Russia. What the and God, he's agreeing with him, and they're like, <laughs> "Yo, you know this? Is how you know Hannity lost it? Republican good, Democrat bad. <laughs> Sean Hannity show. That's all it is. Republican good, Democrat bad." <laughs> Republican good, Democrat bad. Good. It was such a fun show to watch. I recommend everyone, if you have not witnessed yet, Sean Penn going on Sean Hannity, go watch it because there were some awkward moments where like, you know, Hannity's like, listen, Sean, we don't agree like on anything really, but we do agree on one thing. We need to go nuclear in Ukraine. Let's go. We need to go nuclear on Ukraine. <laughs> now we Yo, can agree on something. And I hope to have you back. And Sean's like, I don't trust you. <laughs> What do you mean? Do you trust me now? No, I still don't trust you. <laughs> Bro, they should have Sean Penn and Sean Hannity together. It'll be the new Hannity and Combs. It'll be known as Sean and Sean. <laughs> Hannity and Penn. <laughs> that would be a show. It's like two neocons talking to, uh, that disagree with everything except their love for destruction and war and intervention and regime change. Oh, God, it's pathetic. Speaking of all the uh, of regime change and war and chaos, we have a lot of domestic issues here. And a lot of this is, is whatever these idiots in the deep state are going to pull siege, they got, they got before November of 2022 to pull it. Here's a, here's a, a you know, we, when you're in a blue city, okay, blue cities tend to balkanize very badly, okay, because – they balkanize, but they're also it's not like us, like us people that are in the red in the red states. We just want to get the hell away from these weirdos. Right. You do you. We will do us. We're good. But the thing you have to understand about blue cities, they are not only balkanized, but they're hyper polarized because every single one of these minority groups that are in these blue cities have bought into the identity politics of the left. So what happens is that everybody's a freaking victim. So watch what happens in a blue city. This is in San Francisco. Used to be one of the most beautiful cities on God's green earth. Okay? Watch this. <laughs> this is all the racial love that you will, you will experience. Are you ready for some racial Let's love? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's go. Let's Are you go. ready for some racial love? Let's go. Here we go. Get ready. Come on. Okay, here we go. This is blacks versus Asians. I guess uh, they're still getting over the wound of Rodney King riots when the Korean store, uh, shopkeepers were putting 7.62 rounds right in the rear ends of the thugs that were trying to loot their stores. And you say that you have solidarity with us when our elders come up here and you call us Nazis and racists and corporate shills. Oh, no, I heard it in that room. In that room, many of us were called Nazis and shills. And when our elders came up here, don't even deny that some of you groaned and moaned and said that they didn't have thoughts of their own. Solidarity, solidarity. And when we speak just like this, you deny all those actions. You deny all of it. You don't even have the guts to speak up for Thank our Thank you for people. your comments. 
when your people say something. Thank you, I said that they were reading something that they didn't know what they were reading. That's what I said. So if you want to keep it right, I said that they didn't know what they were reading. That's what I said. All right, first of all, that lady's weave is on way too tight. I don't, I don't think she realizes what the hell she's saying half the time. All right, what's going to happen? Okay, look, if you go to a lot of these inner cities, see, see, have you ever been to like a real ghetto, like a New York City style ghetto, bro? Yeah, yeah, I've been in the ghetto before, absolutely. Like, you know, you know, you go to like, you know, uh, south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. you go to like, Greeny you know, Green. some areas yep. in like, well, yeah, you know, Green exactly. Missouri. Yep. Yeah, you go to like the like like back when the days like in the eighties and oh my god, has you have you seen videos of the of the Bronx during the eighties, bro? It looked like Lebanon. Wow, it looked like Beirut, man. Okay, well in those areas you got a lot of corporate chain stores, right? That have moved out, right? You you'll only have bodegas, neighborhood shops, and whatnot, and so the Asian communities are there to serve the local communities, right? So when 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 uh, I mean, look, you go to the hood, right? Especially in New York City and stuff, you might not see Kentucky Fried Chicken because it's too dangerous for KFC, right? But you know, you know what you will see, <laughs> you know what you will what? see in the hood, Siege. The I don't know if you know this because they don't have it here, Siege. They don't have this in the in the Midwest. Okay, see, I'm gonna show you, Siege. I'm gonna show Let's you. Let's see it, V. Let's see it. All right. See, when you go to the hood in New York, you don't have. Let me get back to that one. You don't have KFC. Everybody in the Northeast knows what this. If you're from New York, you're from Jersey, you're from Connecticut, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe even PA, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We have Kennedy Fried Chicken. Yo, where's where's Alan? Alan, are you still here? <laughs> Alan Bridgemohan Singh knows about this. Alan Koga Pat, he knows what he knows about this. He knows what I'm talking about. Kennedy Fried Chicken, Siege. Have you ever heard of Kennedy yes, Fried I Chicken? Yes, I have. I have. You have? Yes. Holy smokes. <laughs> Holy smokes. Kennedy Fried Chicken is 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 what, dude, first of all, first of all, the food in Kennedy Fried Chicken is off the chain. Yeah, that's the real place. That's a real it, deal. It's off the real chain. Deal. Holy it's field. amazing. Okay. You can get yourself a gyro platter, a chicken. They, I mean, you got curly fries, and, and it's served by the, the company and the franchises. There you go, Koga. 100, there you go. My boy Alan right there. Um, it's served by Afghan immigrants, right? Immigrants who come from Afghanistan, and they didn't have the franchise fees to open up a KFC, so they opened up a Kennedy Fried Chicken. So now they do get you know, this, like the fried chicken and stuff, but what you also can get, man, you can get like this, right, which are these amazing gyro platters. If you ever go to New York City, you got to have one of these. Now, don't You don't have to go into K, uh, into Kennedy Fried Chicken. You can go in the street, like on, on uh, like the halal guys, right? You have the gyro platters. With, it's like lamb and beef and chicken with beautiful saffron mm-hmm. rice. Now you're getting hungry, salad. It's, it's amazing. Time. I'm hungry now. Bro, it, 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 it's on fire. It's on fire. So you have that. So what I'm basically what I'm trying to say is this. When you have when you drive out local businesses, this is what takes over. Now, a lot of the and the other place is 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 the chinos. Everybody know about we and we all in New York City, we call them chinos, right? The chino spots, right? The Chinese uh, takeout. 
is the only other option you have. Why? Because you go to the Chinese restaurant. What do you order? You order pork fried rice with chicken wings, right? Pork fried rice with chicken wings. Now, these people here, Siege, are driving out the last remaining supply of chicken from their neighborhoods, Mm. bro. Mm. We used to have a Sunday chicken in Westfield that was owned by the Chinese, by, by Chinese people. It was good fried chicken. Heck yeah, man. You know? Heck yeah. What are they going to do when there's no more pork fried rice and chicken wings available? That, that, what are they going to do? That's why I said this lady right here, her weave is on too tight. It's on too tight. Let's let's watch the rest of this. So what? So what? So what? So what? So what? Let me back here talking. You ain't said nothing. So what? You think this lady right here knows what the hell she's reading? Nope. <laughs> Versus that educated Asian guy who probably... <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Didn't nobody call nobody no damn Nazi because ain't nobody disrespectful like that. So get it straight. Now, that's what I said. You don't like it too damn bad. Because if I'm going to just say it's going to be a new Z10. That's, uh, that's a liberal love for you folks. You got to love that liberal love. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, there's a chicken place. Uh, gosh, I think there's like at least probably like ten or twelve of them throughout uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. I think it's called Jordan's Jordan's Fish, Fish and Chicken, and uh, I think I know a couple of the guys that operate at least like one or two of them. And yeah, they're they're Middle Eastern and they 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 love the business. And and you're right, they they replaced a lot of the businesses in those areas where a lot of the national chains close shop. They're like, hey, we can't we can't do this anymore. We're you know we just choose not to and we see that time and, and time again for uh, anybody that goes to new york city uh, they have lifted vaccine requirements and all that stuff listen save yourself the money and don't bother going into the michelin star restaurant let me tell you where executive michelin star winning chefs where they go to eat you see these guys right here this is the halal guys on 56 and third we all in New York City, we call it chicken and rice. We call it chicken and rice, right? Chicken and rice, right? And what chicken and rice is, my friends, and they got some stores there too recently. What chicken and rice is, let me show you this, this amazing thing, what chicken and rice is, right? It is a platter filled with this. There you go. Hold on. Let me, let me show you. Here we go. Here we go. Bang. Yep, yep, yep. It's this platter, right? And you have this, you have gyro meat, right? You have the saffron rice. You're going to order a side of falafel if you want with it, right? And this is basically what chicken and rice is. And you got this thing called white sauce and red sauce, mm. right? The white sauce is this unique tzatziki, ranchy type tasting white sauce, which is out of this world that you can't find it anywhere. It is delicious. Slap your mama good. Mm. That white sauce is insane. So everybody in New York City knows this. This line is every day. It will go around the block. You got cab drivers pulling over. Wow. Cop guys, you know, police officers pulling over. Dude, I've waited three hours on that line. Crazy. That's how good Crazy. it is. I remember going to being in college. I, I you know, I went to uh, um, uh, Montclair State in, in New Jersey, right across the river. We'd hop over, 
right? In the middle of a Friday night, you know, 12 a.m., 1 a.m. These guys are like 24 hours. We hop over. We wait in line two, three hours. Line goes around the block. This These guys have been featured on Food Network. Ever, everybody knows these guys. That's why we always tell people, when you go to New York, don't have a, I'm going to have a hot, hot dog or a pretzel. Screw that crap. Go get your halal guys. Get your chicken and rice. You got chicken and lamb, saffron rice, and that pita bread. And then you got the red sauce. If you want to do a little white sauce, a little red sauce, bam. I cannot tell you guys how good this is. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, and online, you'll have Michelin star chefs, okay? Michelin star chefs, guys from Wall Street, rich guys, poor guys, cab drivers. It don't matter. We're all, there it is. We're all, look, legendary eats, right? Mm. Bing, look at that. Nice. Rich and poor alike, we all wait online for chicken and rice. Nice. Sweet. I do mine with no salad. Epic. Yes. There you go. 53rd and 6th. Go there. That's all I got to say, Siege. Awesome. <laughs> plug, plug in the hello, guys. I'm not sponsored. I'm not sponsored, but I do recommend. <laughs> I do recommend get over there to Halal guys. They they're spread look. I mean, they've opened up some stores in in Connecticut as well, and I think also Jersey. You know, if you, you get in the Jersey side of things on 17, I think you have uh, there uh, Halal guys is there as well, man. But you got to have that, man. That's what's up. Anyway, Siege, that's all I got to say, brother. Sweet, excellent. Oh, we got Harley next, right? Yeah. Um, well, I emailed him because I know originally on on Friday because he was spending some yeah. quality time with his his family. He said, "Hey, can we do Monday?" So I emailed emailed him about an hour ago. I've not heard back yet, uh, but I think he we should send him the link regardless and um, yep, see yep, if he, yep. maybe All he's right. just tied up for a little bit. All right, we we might be back at twelve o'clock, folks, in about like seven minutes with Harley. So uh, keep it locked here. If we are, we are. If we're not, we're not. Um, anyway, uh, thank you all for listening in, and hopefully we'll be next with Harley. We'll see how it goes. Cheers. All right, Siege.